Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. Welcome to the first business day of September, Q4. Here we are. We made it. And uh, congratulations. Hopefully, everybody had a great Q3. And now we're getting on to where the rubber meets the road. It's the end of the year. Your buyers are looking to buy. They're looking for those tax incentives. They're looking to set up their next year. They're doing their budget budgets, et cetera. And so, of course, you know what that means? That means right now we're going to have a lot of buyers meetings. Buyers are thinking about purchasing products. They're looking towards next year and they're being inundated with communications. And let's talk about cold email because done properly, it is an effective way to get your message across. Okay. And just so you know, I buy things based on the emails that I'm sent. Now, you also have to understand, I buy I buy products from people that I trust, people who have not spammed me, people who I know who they are, and brands that I trust. You know, a lot of retail things. And I, it still amazes me that we're getting close to the end of 2022. And the spammy type emails that I get it just boggles my mind who is teaching these methods and and why do they think it works it has to be something that well they send out 10,000 emails a month and they're hoping to get 1% open rate okay so you're hoping to get 100 people to open it or your 100 responses or 100 meetings I, I just i don't understand i don't understand and look I'm raising my hand right now. I was I was taught the exact same tactics, and these might have worked years ago. The problem is any type of quote unquote technique, techniques don't work in the long run. They change. People catch up to them. They're called gimmicks. Think about to the sports world. Anytime there's been a gimmick, the uh, wildcat in football was a gimmick, and it worked for a little bit. Defenses didn't know how to handle it. Emails that are gimmicks are the breakup emails. Those are gimmicks. Those might have worked six years ago because nobody was doing it. The gimmick emails are, you know, saying the word circle back, touching base, following up. Every time you reach out to a buyer, a client, a prospect, a target, whatever you want to classify them, every single time you reach out to them, you need to provide value of some sort. And here's the reason why. What if they never saw your previous email? Hey, I just wanted to circle back, Mike, on uh, what I said in my previous email. Well, what did you say in your previous email? I get 30 to 50 emails a day, not including the spam that I get in my LinkedIn uh, LinkedIn inbox. I get 30 to 50 individuals reaching out, trying to sell me something a day. And when you send me an email that says, I'm just circling back on the previous email, there's an email that literally said, did you have a chance to read the, the my previous email? No, I didn't. Who are you? Who are you and why are you bothering me? I obviously did not like what you sent me the first time because I didn't read it. Now you're sending me something. Again, go back to the dating world. If you were dating somebody and you sent them a message, hey, did you get my text? Now, that's perfectly acceptable to say to somebody if you know them, if you're friends with them. But if you say to somebody that didn't respond to a text, hey, did you get my text? They're going to think you're really weird. 
It's the exact same. When you do that, hey, just wanted to touch base. Hey, I just wanted to make sure. Send them new information. Don't say, I, you know, you must be busy. Anything that says my time is more valuable than yours as a seller, you've lost me. Okay. Now I'm very stubborn and hard-headed. I'll probably still buy from you if I really like the product, but a lot of people won't. They'll just delete you. You as a buy, you as a seller, you have to show that you are of extreme intelligence and importance when you are reaching out to your buyers. Okay? You don't have to suck up to them. You don't have to say, "I know you're super busy. Everyone is busy. You have just wasted one sentence." You get about two sentences tops of attention from very important people, people that don't have a lot of bandwidth. I scan the title of the email. And if that doesn't interest me, I don't even open the email. So you've already lost me. If you give me some kind of uh, terrible title, let's just read some of these, shall we? I've got my email box open right now. Let's see. Oh, let me open up a different one. All right, bear with me. I know I've got something somewhere. All right, here we go. I apologize for the delay. Google keeps wanting to verify every time I switch over to a new screen. It's great security, but sometimes it can get annoying, especially when you're doing things live. All right, here's one. I'm not going to say the guy's name, but it's Mike plus so-and-so. I don't even know who this dude is, okay? He has sent me several emails. His email says, hi, Mike. At this point, I'm assuming increasing the number of customers for your company isn't a priority this year. Hey, you know who you are if you're listening to this right now. I got a four-letter word that starts with an F, okay? Don't send me don't send me shit like that, okay? That's total bullshit. I'm, I don't take you seriously when you send something like that. At this point, I, I'll assume increasing the number of customers of your company isn't a priority. Please feel free to reach out when that changes. Who are you? I don't even know who you are. I'm not clicking on your email. I'm just looking at your preview, and I'm not interested, okay? Do not be this person. All right, let's look at another one. Who wants to close more deals faster? No. Mike, I want to show you how my company can boost your business. Boost my business? This email was sent out to 10,000 people. Do you know what my business is? Do you know the problems that I have? Are you in my ecosystem? If you are not answering those questions about every person you reach out to, if you don't know something about their the sales organization, their business, what they do, the challenges they come across, the legit challenges. Let's look at another one. How to spread your brand's voice. What is my brand? Again. All right, I'm looking through. I got so many spam. At this point, my email inbox has just become a nightmare. 
Mike, would you like better B2B prospecting? How to plan and run cold outreach at scale? I, I just can't. All right, let me go to my next page. I don't even know how all these people get my emails. New secrets to booking 20% more meetings. Uh, new secrets? Come on. There's no secrets out there. Are you treat are, are you doing the research? Are you doing the homework? Do you know who you're talking to and while they're why you're talking to them? Oh, I've gone back seven days and finally I found that guy's first email that I had no idea. Hi, Mike, your LinkedIn profile looks impressive and I wanted to reach out. I'm in the technology space as well, using my last five. I, I, don't, I don't give a shit. Quick question. No, your quick question is, give me your question right off the bat. My LinkedIn profile looks impressive. Okay, what about it looks impressive? Because all you did, I'm not going to say your name, I'm not going to put you on blast. All you did was you used automation. Okay, so if you're using automation right now, automation is a really great tool. However, if everything is very cookie cutter, if everything, if everything is complimentary and platitudes, there's nothing uber specific about the person. I'm talking uber specific. Hey, Mike, I see you're in Charlotte, North Carolina. I absolutely love that city. I know that that's starting to become a tech area. All of a sudden right there, that tells me that that person has looked at my profile and has given me a thoughtful response. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to buy, but here's the deal. Just because you ask somebody out on a date, not every single person says yes. However, you don't want to get your doors blown off when you just walk up. Have you ever heard that before? If you're a guy and you walk up and you have a really bad game and the girl's like, not interested, or I have a boyfriend, almost the second you say something, that's exactly what is happening right here with your emails. God, this is really terrible. I'm actually just looking at some of the titles. So the titles need to be the future state, specific future state of your client. What am I, what is my life going to look like? Okay. I reached out to a company a little bit, a little bit ago, and I noticed they were having high turnovers. I didn't know that for a fact, but I just surmised it doing a little bit of scraping on LinkedIn and some notes. They were losing employees. So I sent out an email that said, customer retention restructured. That's all I put on there. Customer retention restructured. Hi, my name is Mike. Retention is a really big problem. If it's a really big problem with you, continue reading and let me explain why I'm, I'm reaching out. Let the person decide within the first sentence or possibly two, if they want to continue to communicate with you. Okay. Don't do any of this shit. You know, hi, I'm so-and-so from this company and we do this and we specialize in this. I don't care. I, ha I have a problem. Can you solve that? That is why I'm reading. It's the only reason why I'm reading. I don't know you. You're a stranger. It's the same thing if you pick up the phone. Would you pick up the phone and say, hi, my name is Mike, and I do this, this, and this, and our company does this, this, then why would you do it on an email? You would never do that on the email. Cut to the chase. Get to the point. Your title needs to be a 
future state proposition of what that person is looking for. What are they searching for? What problems do they have right now? That is what the title should be. Then the first line should say, hi, I'm your first name only. It appears or it looks like have one sentence or two that states what you think the solution, the problem is, and the solution result is. Not the solution itself, but the solution result. How can you help me? Your seller, how can you help me, the buyer? That needs to be in the title, and then it needs to be in the first sentence or two, period, point blank. Then after I have agreed to continue reading, it's not a biography, but then it's, okay, how did you know this? And what is the solution? What am I trading off right now? Don't ever say, you know, grab some, grab some time on my calendar. No. Don't say, can I get five minutes? Can I get seven minutes? Can I get 27 minutes? No. Don't do that. Stop doing that. Here's another one. My name is blank. I'm a mobile app developer with nearly 10 years of experience. I have background in creating apps like blank, blank, blank. Nope. We've built out an app. Thank you very much. Not interested. There's other things we could we could have help with, but no, you've now pigeonholed yourself. I don't care. And I know it might sound that I'm being very harsh, but I'm not. I'm really not being harsh. Okay. I'm not being harsh. I'm just trying to be realistic and I'm trying to help you all. I'm I'm well, I'm a little frustrated that this is still happening. I, I'm constantly getting these these messages. All right, that's all that's all I can look through. I'm starting to get really agitated. So I don't know if you're listening right now, please, if you're doing this, it's not it's not your fault. This is how you were trained to do. It's incorrect. Okay. That's how I was trained. I was trained to, to leave basic novels. That's what I was trained. It's completely wrong. I learned the hard way. Okay. Write better thoughtful emails to qualified prospects. All right. Qualified prospects that show a, you know, who I am, what I do and how you can solve a problem of mine. Even if the email is automated, B, you need to show that you've done your homework. A little bit of effort will go a long way. C, get to the point and tell me why I should keep reading. I should be the focus of the email, not how great you are, how long you've been doing something and trying to pitch me and get me to buy something on the first day, on the first email. That's not going to work. Think about if I was a buyer, how would I want to be, how would I want to be approached? People are really busy. Okay. You might have to send 12 to 15 emails to someone. Each email needs to build on itself, but not in the sense of never use the words circle back, touching base. Just send something helpful, something useful. A newsletter, a PDF you found. Give something of value. But please, please, please stop 
stop continuing to send these garbage emails. Okay. What you're doing is you are making it harder for every other person in the sales industry to do their job properly. Because it's going to get to the point where everyone is going to get blocked. Okay. Stop with the breakup emails. Stop immediately talking about yourself and stop using terms like circle back, touching base. Did you get my email? Just send out another email. Pretend they saw it and they just didn't respond. Okay. People are busy. But every time you reach out to somebody, you've got to, you have got to, period, point blank, give them something of value. Teach them something they didn't know already. You have a solution to a problem they have, but they don't know they have until they read it and it becomes evident to them. That is how you can effectively use cold outreach in your prospecting. Hopefully this took for some people. Let me know what you think. I know that, uh, you know, Leslie Vanettes uh, talks about this all the time on LinkedIn. If you don't follow Leslie, you should. Um, Leslie uh, Vanettes, V-E-N-E-T-Z. Follow her. She will tell you exactly how to uh, reach out to people and just start having either uh, virtual conversations, digital conversations, uh, electronic conversations like email, text, what have you, the exact same way you would in person. And you'd never go up to somebody and just start verbal diarrhea, your resume to them. So why are you doing an email? Please stop. Please stop it with the with the LinkedIn messages as well. Please stop doing that. So three things stop doing is stop using phrases like circle back, touching base. Uh, hey, did you get to my last email? Every time you send out, send it as a unique email that continues on that arc of giving them all the information why your solution is the best. Okay. Stop with the with the gimmicky emails. Um, you know, oh, the breakup emails. You must not be very interested. They call that a neg. Okay. N-E-G. It's something negative. You're trying to elicit an emotional response. I've been there, done that, man. The neg's not going to work on me. I don't care what you say. You're not going to get me to say, oh, you know, like I I do want to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe I should respond to this guy. No, it's not going to happen. Okay. That's very tired. It came about about a decade ago, maybe 15 years ago. It, it lit like a match and then it was extinguished very quickly, like a match. So stop using that. Have unique sequences. If you are automating, I would not recommend automating uh, more than 50 to 100 because let's say, let's make a positive where somebody actually responds. Let's say you send out 10,000 emails. I heard there was a company that sends out 10,000 cold emails to prospects a month. What happens if you catch lightning in a bottle and a thousand of them respond? They want to have meetings. Always make sure you can handle the positives. Okay. What if you went out to a bar and you asked a thousand women out on a date and a hundred of them said yes? Logistically, how would you do that? You can't. So what you'd have to do is you'd have to cancel with many of them beforehand. Well, you're not going to get a second shot with those. So don't go to every single prospect that you have and, and burn your bridge, shoot your shot. Don't do that. Your career is not one quarter. Okay. You don't want to ruin possibilities of selling to somebody in the future. 
So three things again, don't use those gimmicky, gimmicky emails, the breakup emails. Um, don't, uh, I just lost my train of thought. I've been recapping for about four minutes now. Uh, don't oh, verbalize everything about who you are, how great you are, et cetera. Um, and don't have terrible uh, messaging at the top. Okay. What you do need to do is you do need to recognize who the person is you're reaching out to, what they do, and how you could possibly solve a problem. Do your homework before you reach out. Don't just automate and spam and get to the point. Okay. Writing a cold email should be like robbing a bank. Once you get in, you get the money. You don't hang around the lobby talking to people. You get in, you do what you got to do, and you get out. It's the same thing with cold outreach. Okay. You can have the warm and fuzzies. Oh, you're doing great. You know, oh, hopefully, hopefully you're doing well. Hope this catches you well. You can do all that stuff once you get to know the person. Okay, but right now it's cold email. To the point, you're interrupting them. You're interrupting somebody's day. You're a complete stranger. Why are you talking to me? Just get to it. Do that. I guarantee you, you're going to see your meetings rise and your uh, close rate rise as well, especially in Q4. That's exactly what we're going to do, right? We're going to close more. Absolutely. So uh, thank you for let me uh, do a Monday rant when it comes to emails, but go follow Leslie. You can follow me on LinkedIn, Mike O'Kelly. You can also uh, follow the show on any of the platforms, download, share, uh, like episodes, give five stars, really do appreciate it and share it with like-minded people. I uh, really do appreciate that as well. Thank you so much for everybody who's been listening. Thank you for all the feedback that people have been giving. Um, Really do appreciate it. Going to try to get back on more consistent schedule. My life has been really crazy right now. Just had a three-year-old birthday over the weekend uh, and then went to a wedding. My body is ex- my body is beat. I'm getting old. I'm getting close to being 44. I know some people out there are laughing because they don't think 44 is old. But anyway, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow.